What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The sports calendar is packed and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. There are so many sports to bet on like the NBA college basketball or the PGA Tour. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer must be 21 and over in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Monday, March 6th, and we are live on Amazon AMP, 7 a.m., 10 a.m., every Monday and Thursday morning. And then on all the other platforms afterwards. Thanks for listening. Wherever you're listening, we appreciate you. And please do not forget, we have our third episode this week. We'll be dropping. It's going to come out on Saturday. Our first Jenkins and Jones and Friends interview episode. We've got the one and only Tyler I Am, Trill Withers. Motherfucking goat. Had to kick Let's that go. off the right way. Uh, as always, <laughs> Jenkins and Jones hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking. I'm excited. I'm excited to have the interview episode coming out on Saturday. Man. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was fun. It was fun talking to Tyler. We recorded it already. Fun. It's a secret. That's the homie. That, 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 that's one of the OG Don't tell anybody. friends of the show. <laughs> yes, that is right. Like, like when we had the idea of like, okay, we're going to do a third episode. What do we want to do with it? We want to do interviews. That was like the exact type of person we're like, Let's have an excuse to make sure that we're getting those kinds of people on the show for a half hour. So, yeah, it worked out great. It was a super fun talking to him. Um, one piece of that interview, I'll tell you right now, we'll mention it on Thursday, will be a little bit outdated, is uh, we recorded uh, in the pre-John Morant gun on IG Live uh, world. We, we had a segment talking about John Morant. We were all hoping for the best for him. Obviously, that's where we got to kind of start the show was over the weekend. Uh, he was on IG Live. Uh, uh, Black Trey said he was holding up the Glock like it was the keys to his first apartment, uh, which was the one joke I did laugh at, John. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, it's a funny joke. The situation is yeah. just too serious. To, to, there, I'm, there's nothing I'm, funny I'm old, about nigga. this situation. Yeah. We're all too old to you know feel any 
type of complicated way about this, but um, you know, what was your guys' reaction? I know all three of us were were really, I mean, just kind of sad. But you know, what was your what was your thought when that video came out and you realized, like, fuck, this stuff has not gotten through to him. We're going to sort of the next stage of keeping your fingers crossed that this turns around. Um, it just it just made shit very real. Like you know, before the, the other shit, okay, you're beating up a little seventeen year old during an open run. You're tweeting, you're tough on Twitter, like like that was bro. Just pump your brakes. You're doing too much type shit, right? This shit, this is a this shit that Jaws on now. You know, fucking flashing guns in the strip club with your location out. You know, you show you show motherfuckers that that you think you about that. Like you inviting the gladiators to see if you really about that. It's a dangerous fucking game he's playing now. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's not funny. Um, it's, 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 it's time for legit concern about this kid, because like I said, he's, he's playing a really fucking dangerous game, especially to be in fucking Memphis, bro. Motherfuckers out there are going to really see what you about. That's one of them cities. That's why I fuck around and find out city. You know what I'm saying? They don't fuck around in Memphis. And it's just, I'm legit concerned for the kid. You know, he released a statement saying that, you know, he's taking some time to, you know, get himself together, you know, get his mentals together. And, you know, whatever he's going through I, I hope that that you know he's he's got the right people in his corner he's getting the right people to help him to let him know that this ain't the way to go bro this is not the way to go this shit like this you're you're, you're playing a dangerous fucking game yeah the locate i mean pulling a gun out of ig live is fucking insane you know what i'm saying if you in the studio with homies and shit like i'm still like my nigga bro you out here playing with with burners Put the and phone shit. Away. Put the phone away. Also, like you out here playing with burners, shit ain't sweet, bro. Like that's not the way to move, nigga. Like if you the one in that crew, you shouldn't have your. You should never touch that shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like if you with real ones, I would think they would protect you. Like my nigga, be cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? I remember hanging around with niggas and they wouldn't even let me smoke weed when I was hooping and shit and younger because they was like, nigga, this ain't this ain't for you. You know what I mean? Like you need to. Be a be a school nigga, you feel me? <laughs> like be be a regular nigga, you know what I mean? But like, bro, like for me, it was like knowing the location, like knowing that he was in a strip club playing with burners, nigga. There's real killers in strip clubs, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's real ones out there. You out here shirt off, flashing, drunk. You ain't on point, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Flat. You know, like, bro, that you look like a lick. You look like a fucking lick. And there's somebody that's gonna test your ass. And 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 before I thought, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Young nigga having fun, you know, wilding a right. little bit. But he just, like, he was, it seemed like I was, like, all the, like, fake gangster shit. Like, I thought, that's, that's unnecessary. He's just a young nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, having a little fun, wilding a little bit because he's, that's what we all did. But, like, this situation here, like, you flashing guns, like you said, showing your location, all that shit, bro, you, nah, bro. That's, that's, that's a step too far. You might really think you that nigga, bro. And somebody's going to pull your car the way you moving and where you moving. And that shit ain't sweet. And like Tyler said, I was thinking Memphis ain't ain't shit sweet in Memphis, dog. Ain't a motherfucker. Thing. I think it was in Colorado in the strip club. I think I think they had just lost, wasn't it? Were they, were they not? I don't know. I might be mistaken, yeah. but yeah, 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 that was on the road. Re- regardless of that, dog. Like you know, what I'm saying you moving the way you moving in Memphis, bro. Like ain't ain't, ain't nothing sweet out there, dog. And and it, and it for me, it's like I don't know. I I, I just as a, as an old nigga, you know what I mean. I kind of you know I, I you know I was wondering like, am I tripping because I'm old? You know what I mean? But as an old nigga, you've seen some shit. And and I just feel like he has so much ahead of him. And I think he's playing, you know what I'm saying, in a, in, in, in a, in a way that, in a, in a space where there ain't no room to play. You know what I mean? Like, 23 is young, but it's too old to be jumping off the motherfucking porch trying to be hard, nigga. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's scary to see him move the way he's moving. Yeah, and I know I speak for all three of us when I say um, none of this is coming from a place of like, ugh, I can't believe he'd do that. Like, all all, all three of us love Jaw. John loves Jaw. Bro, I got a, that's the only jersey I've bought in like, shit, right. him and Kobe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and so I, I just, I, w- I want to be clear about that. Like, this is not coming from a judgmental place from any of the three of period. us. Period. It's coming from a place of genuine concern um, that, you know, I think is weird as you, as you get older as a sports fan. You feel about like I don't feel like he's my nephew or something like that, but you feel in a familiar, a familial way towards these young kids that you admire, and it's really concerning to see him doing what he's doing. You know, there was a speculation as he was kind of ramping up some of this stuff about is he from the suburbs? Is he you know whatever else? And all I would say is this: um, you get a certain amount of success as a pro athlete or a musician, and it's natural to look at the people that you looked at when you were growing up 
whether you grew up in the suburbs or you didn't grow up in the suburbs and to want to emulate that. And that to me is very clearly what he's doing. And it's scary and it's sad because if he really was what he's trying to be, there would be people structurally around him, keeping him from doing some of the shit that he's doing. And, you know, I've, I've seen it a number of times. Uh, I'm obviously not going to put names on any of this, but a young kid from the hood starts, it becomes a prospect. Okay. They're on a national radar. Um, people, you know, people, if you're in a, if, if you're affiliated, you read the same rankings that everybody else reads. Okay. And a 17 year old kid at a high school that, that we cover, I've seen it several times. Suddenly there's people around him. Those people are around him to keep him from the shit that they are doing. They're not around him to get him into the shit that they're doing. And I've seen that kids who were suburban kids who were had people who are, you know, inner city dudes, dudes who are involved with different groups, you know, in the city or whatever, who go to be a buffer around that person. Right. But like, that's the way that it's supposed to work. And the, the way to think of it is this. Um, I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast several times, right? The only reason we don't think of street gangs as the mafia is because of racism. It's the exact same fucking shit. It's just black people. And on TV, it looks like they're stupid and they're just right. And the lower levels of some of those organizations are doing stupid shit the same way that the lower level Gardabascios and the other organizations <laughs> were doing stupid <laughs> shit. Okay. But, but the, but the, the point of it is, the structure exists for a reason. And you cannot imagine watching The Godfather 2 and fucking Don Corleone has a, a, you know, a millionaire singer. Like Frank Sinatra was not, you know, Frank Sinatra was, was the kind of the exact same thing. He wanted to be tough. He wanted to show that he's tough. But there's people around him to keep that from being on fucking Instagram Live or whatever <laughs> the equivalent of that in the 1920s was, right? And I, so that's the thing to me is... At a concern for Ja, I, I really hope that someone's able to get through to him on this. But fundamentally, what this comes down to is him. I saw um, the Grizzlies organization put a statement out saying they're supporting him, but they, their statement kind of made it sound like, you know, he's a victim of this almost a little bit. Mm. And I've seen people talk about his dad. I've seen people talk about why doesn't he have OGs around him to stop him from doing this. It's ultimately going to be him because mm -hmm. he is not part of an organization like that. So he has got to decide to be smarter about the way he's moving or he's going to fuck a lot of shit up. Money is a huge part of it. But as you guys mentioned, it's not just money when you're flashing guns and being fucking stupid with shit like that. Bro, you, you are from like he is for my money, the third best point guard in the world behind fucking Stephen Dane. You know what I mean? And it's, it's you know, like you said, you, you got to realize you know, like, like Des Bryant. When anytime Des Bryant is making fucking sense, you know what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like we've reached a crisis. Completely he, had too. he had me texting you guys, Des Bryant, tweets, bro, bro. bro. <laughs> Every syllable, I was like, bro, I'm with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Des Des Bryant. You know, sent that man a a tweet where he hit that shit on the head. It was like, bro. You know, whether you want to be a role model or not, you got kids looking up to you. You got so much going for you. You got people around you who don't have as much to lose as, as you do, who are being bad influences on you. Like, shake all that shit and focus on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 that's that was just some real spill right there. Like, bro, it's 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 so much you can lose. And, and for what? For people to think you're tough? You know what I'm saying? People who think you're you already. That? They already think you're John Morant. Which is like, so yeah, much right, better right, right, than the yes. other option. You know what I'm saying? And the nigga, you know, toting guns on IG with three people watching him. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, on IG Live with three people watching. Bro, like, you already got what motherfuckers want, bro. Maintain, G. Maintain. That's all your job is to do is to maintain. And it's just wild to see him, like, you know, trying to find whatever he's looking for. But it's crazy, man. But, like, I was also thinking about this, like, I don't see, we haven't, I guess, I don't think we've seen this as much. It seems like kids are so well prepared for the media part. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're stars, like, in high school. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they're being interviewed. They're all over the place in high school. But Ja didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ja was a dude that kind of came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, he was playing with Zion, but nobody was talking about him. 
You know, he played for right. for a, 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 a mid major school and was the number two pick out of fucking nowhere. And so he hasn't point. he hasn't had the training that a lot of these young dudes have. And so like we seeing some shit in real time that we haven't seen in a while because he wasn't the star. Most of these kids are that are in the league at this point. You know what I mean? They're so well trained. But I mean, like, like Eric, like we've all said, bro, like this ain't coming from a place of like judgment. Like, I get it. I get being a kid and being young and and wanting to, you know, you know, wild out, bro. But like also understand the situation, G. Like, you know, you got to see your surroundings and kind of like, you know, feel like, bro, this ain't, it's in a strip club toting burners, like chains, fucking shirt off, drunk, nigga. Like, I just never, you know, I just, it's just, that ain't, that, it's never sweet. You know what I mean? Shit can go left easy when you are in, moving like the, well, how you moving in that space, nigga. You know what I mean? So, yeah. In that city be too. In that be, city too. Be, be rich and successful and boring and alive and safe. Be all. Be be all. Be all those things to the extent that you're able. Be LeBron James sitting at home drawing Bart Simpson, talking about I haven't picked up a pen in a minute, <laughs> and posting your horrible Bart Simpson doodle <laughs> and lying and lying to people about things. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's fine. You know, if you pretend to read books, like pretend to read the autobiography of Malcolm X. Right. Right. There's other ways. (laughs) You know what I mean? Fake it. Okay. We don't want you out here like this, man. You know what I mean? Big fans of you. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be successful. So it's not like you said, there's no jokes in that. I mean, there's just, there's really like nothing funny in it. But I just know all three of us essentially feel exactly the same about this shit. So I felt really old seeing a lot of clever jokes and i'm just like that's clever like that's funny but i'm not laughing because the situation to me yeah I, I i'm i'm worried and i and i felt so old but yeah g like I, I i honestly i honestly think though that ridicule might be a powerful weapon here because jaw's doing this to look cool to us and no I think, everybody's I think it, clowning them and everybody's clowning yeah them. yeah yeah yeah, I, I I think if he sees that that bro, th- this ain't it. We don't think you're cool for doing this shit, y'all. I think if that gets back to him, he might change. So I I think ridicule might be a very valuable weapon here, dog. The baddies are yeah, laughing that, at you, Jaw. The baddies are watching <laughs> and they're laughing. You know, what I mean, you looking silly. So no, I mean that's in, the G. that's the that's the American male psyche across all races, religions, creeds, and and uh, income levels, right? That I told you all the most effective message that I had with black friends and white friends of getting people to get vaccinated when the thing first came out was like you a fucking pussy bro like fucking, <laughs> you scared of the vaccine you too you, much of a pussy to get this bro, vaccine bro, yeah, bro and people are like you know what i'm saying i'm not you let youtube not turn a you into a pussy <laughs> <laughs> you got dirty vaccines when you were eight bro you're a bigger pussy now than when you were eight. jesus bro <laughs> <laughs> the kid you would be embarrassed at the bitch that you turned into. <laughs> you scared of shots, dude? <laughs> I mean, it's like it, you know, it's it, it's it's not really funny. It's like that. Really, you can still make most men in this country do anything you want by saying, <laughs> by saying they're a pussy if they don't bro, do it. If so. the if the baddies are laughing at the jokes that are made about you, bro. <laughs> Quickest way to tighten a nigga you up, could dog. Be, you could be the president of the United States. <laughs> right, it doesn't right. matter. The baddies is laughing. Let me get my shit together. <laughs> this president thing might not be it. Uh, oh. All right. Speaking of the baddies laughing, uh, Sunday, just a great fucking day of basketball. Definitely feels like the playoffs are right around the corner. Um, I was happy my schedule just let me watch basketball basically all day. Suns Mavericks, 130 to 126. I feel like that's how you're going to beat the Mavericks, and I feel like that's how the Mavericks are going to lose, just not stopping a anything soul. under the sun. Um, little fake dust-up with uh, Luka and uh, Booker. This would be of my dream playoff series. This would be pretty much towards the top of Suns-Mavericks series. I think that would be a whole lot of fun. What do, you, what, what do y'all think? Yes, I absolutely do think that it would be a ton of fun. Um, You know, it still hasn't really sunk in yet that Kevin Durant is a son. I don't know if it's, it's that way with y'all. I it looks feel like weird. It, it, it looks it's, so it's weird, weird, right? Even though he that motherfucker hit a game winner today, but it still really hasn't sunk in that, bro. Right. This, this like like that chess piece that move could have. This could be the best team in the league right now. Still hasn't really sunk in yet. And you know, history has shown us that usually when there's a move of this magnitude, like you know that happens midseason, 
you've got that midseason. You got that postseason to knock them off because if they get a whole season together, it's lights out next postseason. Right. right? So so I do think that the Suns might be for the pick in this postseason. I do think that if if anyone could do it, it's fucking Luka. Who, yeah. who who pretty much single handedly beat the Suns last year without KD, but but yeah, it's um I, I would for sure love the series. I do love the the motherfucking Devin Booker and and Luca beef that, that seems to be escalating here. You know, John's I, doing I John's doing fun. air John's doing air quotes. It's it's impossible meat or what? It's not Lu, Luca, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's impossible. You know what I mean? Luca versus Mister Lightskin. You know what I mean? Like. You know what I mean? Now, Luca look, hey, Luca had that crazy smile on his face. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. love yeah. The, this shit. And like Booker, this, you know Booker had that smirk on his face too. You know, Booker had that yeah. smirk on his face. Like, yeah, like it's 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 where it's a, it's the type of beef it's supposed to be on a basketball court. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you know, people are getting on on Booker because he was talking shit because KD hit the hit the go ahead bucket and all that. And and Luca was like, bro, if you're gonna talk shit, talk shit the whole game. And I respect the whole talk shit consistently angle i really do but i also think there's no rules to talking shit and i might have my perception bias here because i'm a little brother and the whole point of talking <laughs> right. shit is just to annoy the fuck out of whoever you're talking to by any means necessary whether you're riding your teammates coattails whether you ain't doing shit that game i feel like the whole point of talking shit is to annoy a motherfucker and book did it with, with luca he for sure got under his skin yep. i mean booker had what 36 60 percent from the field nigga like he could talk some shit, Luca. Fuck what you talking about. <laughs> Whether he in the game or not, he could talk the shit when he wants to talk shit, and he won. But I think, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is the best possible way. Like, this is the as close as those games would be. You know what I mean? I think they'll – I mean, they, they can't stop a soul. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's basically just Luca and Kyrie for the most part. You know, they're small as shit. I think – Chance, I mean, there, there will be a couple stinkers. I think it's a great series. It's I, it, it, at, at Buckets, the other gig, they asked me what series, and I said this series is the one that I really yeah. want to see. But I think at most it's a gentleman sweep. You know what I mean? I think that it might be a five-game series. I think so, really? I think so. I think so. I, I, I don't I, – I like Luka. I think Luka's fucking great. I think if, 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 if Luka has on a better team, you know what I'm saying, he's like pr- – Top three in all-star voting. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But, like, I just don't think this team is a team that's going to beat that team. You know what I'm saying? That team is yeah. better defensively. They have more size. And they got – you have two dogs. They got a god and a dog. You know what I'm saying? And a god right, that's right, been right, on right. the highest mountaintop against LeBron James and was the better player. 2017, best player in the world by far. As good as LeBron was. You know what I'm saying? Katie looked and so like I think that that guy has been there and has done whatever that Luke and him are trying to do. And I think it's I think it takes that team to a totally different level. It'll be a fun to watch, but it'll be it won't be as competitive as it is fun, I think. Let's talk about the other game that was really, really fun to watch on Sunday. The uh the Knicks Celtics double overtime thriller. Um I got to watch the whole second half of overtimes of this game. Just a, a blast. The, the, when Tibbs' teams are working. One of the most fun experiences in basketball, and obviously you never know with injuries and overuse how big that window will be, but the Knicks coming off nine in a row right now, about as fun to watch as any other team in the NBA. I had a blast watching them beat the Celtics. I know Jackson really enjoyed the game as well. (laughs) Thoughts on the game, Jackson? Oh, Jackson, let's tell you. Yeah, tap in. How how you you feel about it, my boy? It's a nightmare. <laughs> a nightmare? Why do you say that? Why do you say that? It's a nightmare for two reasons. One, the Celtics are on this weird they've now have two games in a row losing to New York State based teams in ways that they were up by a lot in the second half, or at least in the first half against the, the Nets. The one yeah, seed yeah. slipping away a little bit. One Biggest comeback away by the Nets, bit. right? In in, in this yeah, year, tw- right? Twenty eight points. Yeah. And in in the second reason it's a nightmare is because the motherfucking New York Knicks, the laughing stock of the 21st century of NBA franchises for the most part, like since I've been a fan of basketball, Clippers. has our fucking number. <laughs> they, yeah, they, oh, right. Like it's not just that they, that they beat us today or, yeah, or, or Sunday. It's that they, they actually have our number. They beat us three times this year. Jeez, I did not and know RJ, that. They, it's, it's a little bit, it's, it's odd. It's, and it, it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable and icky, frankly. <laughs> and so it, do you it, not want to see the Knicks in the playoffs? No, come on, bro. Don't say that. 
I mean, I'm not worried about the Knicks in the playoffs. Oh, okay, but, I'm gonna say, bro. Yeah, but say, bro. but they they're for whatever reason, I don't know what the reason is. They are just they're difficult to beat. Well, because I think Tibbs always has a little extra. Like he's not about to get out defensed. You know what I mean? Like his teams are always gonna come into a game with a little extra edge, and I think the New York Boston thing helps. But Am I right, Jackson? Was the there was a, a nice little contingent of Knicks fans there that had an edge on them too? Would you would you not say watching the game? It seemed like it, and I think I think one of the reasons it's it's frustrating to watch the Knicks is because their best players, Julius Randle and I mean Jalen Brunson. Shit, didn't play in last this game. T- last time uh, y'all played them, y'all only scored ninety four points, bro. Right, right. But what I but but their their two best players are players who people don't think are or at least until this year with Jalen Brunson people don't think are like all-star caliber players like Julius Randle has made the all-star game but people aren't really like hyped about Julius Randle so it has this feel of whenever they score and they score a lot because they're the two best players and they're fucking good it's like really he's doing it again like against us again (laughs) it's like it's not the same thing as watching a Katie or stuff where you're like oh of course he's gonna make it it's like oh man uh, that he hit another tough shot like really they didn't even have Brunson this game over no they didn't Quickly cooked y'all for what thirty something? Yeah, quickly is fucking almost crazy. a forty ball in y'all niggas, yeah. and, and that's with the, the Tatum and then, forty and ball. The, Tatum that's also shoot all the that Tibbs yeah. downside. We were talking about he played fifty five minutes tonight. Yeah, too. <laughs> two career highs by uh good old quickly. <laughs> the 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 Tibbs special, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, they're 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 legit right now, and I think they have a very good chance to beat the Cavs if that's what they play in round one. And I don't think they're going to be able to beat whoever they would play as the one seed, whether it's Milwaukee or Boston in a playoff series. But it probably goes to like six in a way that's in a way that's a bit strange that people don't expect. They might not beat you, but they will make it hard for you to win the next series. 100%. They're going to beat y'all ass exactly up, you know what I'm saying? 100%. Like I think the whichever of Boston or Milwaukee slips to the two obviously has a tougher matchup in the second round with Philly. But – the other team, that team that has to play the Knicks in round two, assuming it's the Knicks, is going to get the shit kicked out of them. In a, in, a, in a similar way that, it's strange to say, in a similar way that the team playing against Joel Embiid will get the shit kicked out of them. Right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, Tyler, would this be up there on your Eastern uh, Eastern Conference uh, wish list uh, series? I, would, I, I mean, it, it would be some weird shit for them to play each other, but it could... Like you said, like Jackson said, based on where Boston falls, it could happen. I hope I hope it happens. That'd be fun as fuck. Boston gonna will beat the shit out of the boys in a seven game series. <laughs> I know. Oh, hey, no, nah, those motherfuckers will lock in and beat the fuck out the Knicks. Like, like, let's not get carried away. But I want to see the Boston New York. I want to see the the gangs in New York fight. You know what I mean? I need the- <laughs> what a movie though. What a movie was it not? Yes, yeah, it yes, was good yes, as fuck. Yes, yes, right yes. movie. Fucking Daniel um, Day Lewis, that motherfucker there. Nigga, he became that person. spirit of all ages. <laughs> and and the plot wasn't except he fucked up his Abraham Lincoln voice, as it turns out, because he did his Daniel Day Lewis voice. He always does. He didn't do the Mickey Mouse voice that we he know can't. Abraham nobody's going to let anybody be the actual Abe Lincoln in any movie. You know, what he I mean? became Abraham Lincoln. No, he didn't. No, he did not. <laughs> Turn that bass down. <laughs> <laughs> Four scores seven <laughs> years ago. Nigga, man. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop, Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The NBA season is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. We're supposed to talk about our favorite NBA bets for the week. We've got Tuesday night, big TNT doubleheader between the Sixers and Timberwolves and the Lakers and Grizzlies. Fellas, I'm curious uh, how you guys think those games will go. I would take the overs on all things AD. AD has been on a tear ever since Bron has been out. I think he's averaging like 35 and 11 or something crazy like that. And we've seen him do this before. Earlier this season when Bron was out, he threw the team on his back. So the guy is on fire right now. I'd say fucking, you know, lock in on some overs on AD. I would say the th- same thing about AD, but I'm also going to say the Lakers going to win. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. fucking go. I, they, Let's they, fucking they, go. They, damn right. Damn right. We believe Lakers. Ain't that right, Tyler? That's right. <laughs> we believe Lakers, boy. Let's go. We can get to number 10. We can get to number 10. <laughs> then we're going to do it again. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash J&J. That's fanduel.com slash J-A-N-D-J to learn more. And if you're in Massachusetts, get ready because FanDuel is coming soon. Make sure you check out FanDuel.com slash Mass and take advantage of their great pre-live offers. I know August Alcino will want to definitely check out FanDuel.com slash Mass, <laughs> according to John. Indeed. Make every moment, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official <laughs> sports betting partner of the NBA. National disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com. Dot com slash sportsbook gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash rg all right uh we got one other uh semi sports has not been real funny the last week uh so we, we got one other not so funny sports topic and then we're going to talk about animals and make fun of chris rock and shit but um, yeah. uh deon sanders has been on a worldwide uh you know reputation destroying tour for whatever reason um <laughs> You know, made some comments. We haven't talked about it on the show yet, and I've had a couple people hit me up and ask me why not. So it's worth talking about, even though I think everyone knows how we feel about it. 
made the comment, you know, this is a really tired trope, racist trope um, that you hear in college football of, you know, I want a quarterback that comes from a stable two-family, two-parent household, a, a defensive lineman. I want a defensive lineman with a single mom that's struggling. You know, all this kind of stereotypical bullshit. Um, did this lower your guys' opinion of Deion Sanders, or this is sort of just what you're expecting of him at this point? Um. First off, I, I want to be very clear here. I, I don't fuck with I'm that a, nigga. I'm a motherfucker with a podcast, right? I am not a journalist who <laughs> okay, needs to be okay. unbiased. And so I will flat out say I do not like that motherfucker. <laughs> I, do not, I flat out do not like Deion Sanders, dog. And, you know, this kind of cemented shit. Um, you know, it it, 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 you know, I was skeptical of him from the very jump of him, you know, venturing into college football because Deion was a guy who was always about himself. And especially going to HBCU, I was like, bro, you cannot be all about yourself at an HBCU. You know, plenty of college coaches are all about themselves, but if you go to an HBCU, HBCUs get a pro that comes to their program like once a decade, right? If you're an HBCU coach, you are really there to help build young men up. You know what I mean? So I was concerned about him from jump. You know, he left there in a very, you know, suspect way. And then he has these bullshit ass comments where, Bro, it's just tired ass, you know, stereotypical tropes that he's drudging up and he's doing it to make white people laugh. And and motherfuckers are like, you know, trying to, you know, be obtuse and be like, oh, well, Dion didn't mention race here. Well, 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 let me let me say this, because on, the one bro. defense of Dion is he's saying the same shit that all the decision makers in football say. Right. To he's not saying the same shit have, about players. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, and people defending Dion are saying, well, Dion say, says all the shit that the, that the decision makers in football think about the players. This is the same shit that re, that scouts and coaches and GMs think about players. Okay, so if if that's your defense of Dion, if he's just, you know, speaking what's unsaid, an unsaid opinion about decision makers, about about players, what's the fucking makeup of the majority of the decision makers in football? And what's the makeup of the majority of the players in football? Right? Like, it, you cannot separate race from these comments. He was echoing the, the same fucking stereotypical tropes that, that white men say about black kids. It's flat out that. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm done with the motherfucker. Like I said, I don't like him. I wish him the absolute worst at Colorado. You know, because, because like I said, Dion's got that, that Dion has that fucking Snoop Dogg Chuck shit going for him where he's so charismatic that he can't do any wrong. But now you're at the you're at a place now where if you do do wrong, your ass is getting the boot. Right? Colorado's not gonna be here for your little charismatic press conferences if you're winning three games a year. You know what and I'm saying? So you what they had to come up off to pay you, right? Right, right. So, so yeah. So, so, you know, we'll see what what he does in Colorado. I wish him the absolute worst. <laughs> I wish the best for the kids in that program. I hope those kids get their shine on, get that tape. You, you know, g- get your motherfucking reel going so you can go to the league. I don't wish anything bad on the kids there, but as for Dion, I'm done with that motherfucker. I mean, this is the Dion that Dion's always been. He's just never been in a position where it fucking mattered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was okay for Dion to be this this dude. You know what I mean? He wasn't. You know. In, in, in a position like we weren't rooting for him as a black man, you know, what I mean, in a position most black men don't get to in the way he got to. You feel what I'm saying? So and, and also he's like, you know, he, he's bringing kids up and we were looking for him to like, you know, like you said, in, in, at the HBCU, turn, help, help, help get these men into boys. You know what I mean? Help to, you know, raise these, boys these, these the shorties. Boys the Boy, yeah, sorry. Yeah, these boys and the men. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But like this is the Dion that Dion's always been. You know, so I, I'm not surprised to hear that. I didn't expect him to not be himself once he got into this position. I wasn't surprised by him leaving the HBCU. It's just in a point where it's important, and this is what could fuck up. Is like that that you know can't do anything wrong. Shit, you know what I mean? Because you're in a very poor position, and you're doing the same shit that the people that don't look like you are saying are doing as well. You know what I mean? You're not helping to change it for the next people coming in. You're not, you're not helping the kids because you're saying the exact same shit, making the exact same decisions. I mean, Dion, for the most part, has been a nigga doing devil shit from the pulpit. You know what I'm saying? He's, you know, he's 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 doing he's doing devil shit with a preacher's robe on. That's what he's that's what he's generally been. You know what I mean? He's doing some fucked up shit, but he but he's always preaching this other this other shit, but he doesn't necessarily follow that. You know, and this is what he's doing. And he's just being Dion. He's just doing it from a place of importance. And now, you know. People are like, yo, it might be fuck this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because before it could be funny. It's, it's, that shit ain't cute no more, you know? So, All right, gentlemen. Well said. Um, should we have the dessert of the podcast? <laughs> John said. Ooh. What was the Drake joke? Ooh, should we be bad? 
Hey, nigga. That's I deserve this. I deserve hey, I might, this. I wish I would have used that back in the day. Ooh, should we be bad? <laughs> Sit in front of Batty. Ooh, should we be bad? <laughs> it would have got a laugh. I would have said it purposely corny. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Uh, John sent a video to the group chat of... I want to start up front and say this. I'm an otter enthusiast, bro. I, I volunteered for an article writing about the Long Beach Aquarium because I wanted to get in there. They say you get to feed the otters. And so I've okay. signed up, volunteered to go in there and feed my little homie Charlie the sea otter at the Long Beach Aquarium, RIP, after a long, <laughs> oh. fulfilling life. After a long, fulfilling life. After a long, fulfilling How life. How long but was it? I love, I, I don't know. It was long. It was like long for an otter, though. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? It was, he was we, like the Gloria of otters. He was a beloved enough otter. He got an obituary, bro. Damn. R.I.P. about the homie Charlie. R.I.P. Charlie, real nigga, Char- dog. Charlie the Charlie the sea otter in Long Beach. But um, <laughs> but my my point is this: I did not know even loving otters as much as I did, and I know that we're all of this opinion. I didn't know they could fight until John sent us this video. <laughs> Bro, it was those motherfuckers got active, dog. <laughs> it, was, it was one set. It was another set. Those motherfuckers met, met, met up in the river and banged out. That shit was wild. I did not know otters. We had it in them. I always thought otters were just some chill motherfuckers who like floating around eating, eating clams off their chest and shit. I did not know the motherfuckers had hands like that. Bro, that shit look like West Side Story, nigga. That shit like the fucking beat it fucking video, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, them niggas, you know what I mean? And one of them was like, Three the, the other one group they the one that came in was was they was deep. The other group was like they was getting outnumbered three to one. Still was like they, they wanted all the smoke. You feel me? Fuck you, nigga. We going out. How we going out? You feel? Me? Hey, I'm like damn, nigga. You got all my respect. You feel me? Damn, that shit was crazy. I did not know they went out like that. Niggas was banging in the water, bro. You know what I'm saying? Ferocity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I just want to know how long this beef has been simmering because it was too synchronized on both parts for this to just to be some spur of the moment shit. There was some stare-offs that had been going on for weeks and shit. Like, I need the backstory on how this shit got built up, dog. I, the one otter, the one leader of the otter's daughter was dating the son of the <laughs> other otter leader and, you know, they just had to fucking snap their little adorable little shit, fingers dog. and get into the shit. I love how animals fight, though. It always seems somewhat choreographed. You know what I'm saying? Like, as crazy as it is, like, it's almost, it's generally beautiful. Like, it's amazing to see. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, bro. I ain't know, I, I, I guess, they said it was banging over territory. Like they had crossed some lines, nigga. Like, bruh, you are you walking down the wrong street, nigga. Should have took a left back there, knocked down this one. You feel what I'm saying? You, yeah, you peed on the wrong birch tree, bro. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit, I got to, we smell hey, your urine. You, we, it's hey, not supposed to be. It dog. ain't what you think it is. You want it to be These one way, but it's the other clams. way. Right? These are not meant to be eaten off of Montague bellies. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, nigga, shit was shit was crazy, bro. Them niggas went at it though, but you know, hey, man, they contain multitudes, see, otters. You know what I mean? Did I respect. You, did it. you see the, the John? Did you see the slow motion video of the cat slapping the snake that tried to attack it? No, uh-uh. when was this? It was uh, it, it was it went viral like a couple weeks ago. But the deal was, it's like snakes have like a point four five second reaction time or something, and cats have a point one second reaction time. Mm-hmm. So they played the video in real time, and it just looks like the snake and the cat kind of like jump or move or whatever. Bullshit, yeah, yeah. So they slow it down into super slow motion. And what made me think of it was when you said that animal fights always look a little choreographed. The snake in super slow motion springs at the cat, and the cat faster than your eye can pick up bobs back and slaps his shit out of the snake right in the side of the head with his paw and slowed down to like you know 130 second speed it looks like a choreographed movie fight but in real life at at regular speed you just can't even tell what's happening it was crazy bro like like that that cat was probably it it probably probably felt like spider-man you know what i mean where it was sitting there looking at the snake like like for us you know we don't the snake has bit us and is 30 feet away by the time we know we got bit 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? The snake well, has already informed our children that it killed us. You like, feel me? And we're like, you know, <laughs> we know, we looking down like, what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? Like, nigga. And, but, but for the cat, like, it probably was sitting there like, this bitch ass nigga. Well, you know what I mean? Like, really? <laughs> Sat there and stare like, that's cute. Slap the shit out of it. You feel me? That's so wild. That's so wild. It's so wild. Bro, I, le- I legit think cats are the most finely tuned killing machines in all the animal kingdom. They are. From from jaguars and tigers to your little fucking house cat that'll fucking kill a grasshopper when it comes to your crib. I think they are built <laughs> like if you look at their reflexes, if you look at, you know, their 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 fucking hunting instincts, if you look at the whole total package, their physical ability, I think they are the most finely tuned killing machines in the entire animal kingdom. This is a uh, NPR story about a study that someone did about house cats. A tracking study of more than 900 house cats show uh, (laughs) that they could kill up to (laughs) one cat killed 11 dead birds, rodents, and lizards a month, which did not include what they didn't either eat or bring home. And it was like, but, but the study was basically that cats... House cats that are allowed outside carry out their own neighborhood genocide anywhere that they are, basically, because they just wipe out all other life. Like, they've had actual uh, ecological effects on birds and snakes and lizards and stuff like that. Just from having, like, four cats in the neighborhood or something would just run through the population of everything else because of exactly what you just said. They do it for fun, cats are one of the few animals that kill for fun. Right, (laughs) right, They don't kill for food. They don't care to protect themselves. They kill because something around them, (laughs) they want to kill it. You know what I'm saying? They'll kill it and play with it. Like, it becomes a toy to them. Like, it's wild. They estimate that house cats can have four to ten times the impact of a wild predator because they do it for fun. And the, the estimated number of birds killed by house by cats, both domestic and feral, is in the billions. Oh, my Jeez. God. Bill- annually billions, billions and, of birds are killed and bro and they don't even <laughs> want to eat y'all bro they just seen if they still got it y'all are heat checks you know what i'm saying they shoot from half court like got him. <laughs> yeah. y'all are half y'all are y'all are half court shots bro that, that's it that, that step puts up y'all, you know what i'm saying right, god right. damn we had a cat my mom had a cat we it was our, our house cat but it was it was my mom's cat his name was bud it was a black cat with white mittens right and he was this cat personified. He would come home with everything. If you, we said we had to stop leaving our sandals and shit on the porch because he would leave like mice. You know, he'd leave guts and shit in your fucking sandals. <laughs> you could, you slide your foot in, you'd be like, motherfucker. Like, God but, damn it, bud. But Jesus we, but like, if we went on a walk around the, around the neighborhood, you'd just look over and see half of a snake on someone's yard. And, and everyone in the neighborhood knew it was like, oh, that was fucking, that was Paula's cat. <laughs> Came through and got the motherfucker. It was Jeez. all fun and games until our neighbor across the street got a fucking koi pond with some expensive ass fucking koi Boy fish in that motherfucker. And my mom, they came over and talked to my mom about it. She said, I don't know what you want him to do. He's a cat, nigga. Like, he was put killing koi in the koi pond. Yeah, he fucking pulled a koi fish out. He hooked it under the gill and fucking pulled the shit out, bro. God, you gotta be strong. For one, koi's weigh about 10, 15 pounds a I piece, they were, right? They, they put it in like they were gonna grow, so they weren't full grown oh. or whatever yet. But okay. yeah, he he done massacred the whole koi farm. The neighbors were like, this was X amount of fucking koi. It cost X amount of dollar or whatever. My mom was just like, I mean, he's, I don't know nature, what you want him fuck, to do, nigga. <laughs> you put him, you, this whole neighborhood is his territory and everyone knows it, and you put some expensive fish right in front of him. like <laughs> Some expensive ass goldfish. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Chris Rock. The special dropped. I don't think any of us have did either. Of y'all watch it? I haven't watched it. I saw some people talking about. it. I haven't watched it yet. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not seen, a fan I'm of seen. wasting my time. Man. I mean, you know what I mean. I saw a couple clips. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched the clips. Tyler, uh, you know, we were making fun of, uh, and we, we make fun of uh, in the in the show with uh, with Trill as well, but. We were making fun of on Twitter.com some of the material that Chris Rock had. And the Comedy Defenders TM were uh, all up Tyler's butt about him being anti-free speech because he didn't think the unfunny jokes were funny. Uh, do you care to recant your statement, sir? Absolutely not. Um, I, I did see the clip of the summertime joke. 
and it it was a dud. You know, I stand, <laughs> I stand on, I stand on my tweets. But you know, yeah, it, it goes back to what you say about how the comedy defenders come swooping in, bro. You say a, a comedian who was hot in '98 might not have it anymore, and these motherfuckers act like you are trying to destroy and dismantle democracy. Like, bro, I, I, I do not get it. You can say a comedian's mid and not be a fucking, you know, a, a fucking opponent of free speech, bro. But yeah, it's it's um I did see I did see the one clip where he just like it, bro, it wasn't jokes. Like this motherfucker went on a tangent. Like he called Will Smith a bitch. He's like, yep. you knew you could beat my ass and you did that shit. <laughs> I was like <laughs> Yeah, and and so you know that's kind of been a, a topic of discussion, like how you get slapped up and talk shit. But again, it goes back to what I said about how I don't think there's rules to talking shit, okay? Yeah. You got slapped up. We 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 wanted your commentary on it one of these days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we wanted, we wanted to know how you felt, right. you know in that moment and and chris and chris rock wasn't talking no tough guy shit he wasn't like well when i see him you know it's gonna yeah. be on and all. he's like bro you a bitch for slapping me because you knew you could beat my ass loki kind of got to respect that he you also a bitch said you he, know but he bitch for slapping me because you know i'm a bitch <laughs> yeah, yeah you a bitch because you know i'm a bitch you bitch me <laughs> well but you I, bitch I, the bitch so that makes you a bitch he, <laughs> right? he also said he also said as part of that and this is what they should have leaked out because it, it would have got me to watch the special a lot faster than finding out after the fact he said it did he did what I think all of us assumed he was probably thinking. I think what you could almost see him thinking in real time at the Oscars, which is he just got on stage. He didn't even have any jokes about it. Like Tyler said, he just said, your wife was fucking your son's friend. And you have the nerve to get offended about anything with anybody, bro. And he said, he said, like, the, the, the clip from the Ooh. special, which was fucking, he, like you he said, he Ooh. had to get it off his chest. He said, yeah. This man's wife was cheated. He's, he said, Rock said, we've all been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed on television by the person who cheated on us. <laughs> he said, I don't know why as a rich and famous person you would choose to do that, but that's on your chest. Don't take that shit out on Chris Rock. <laughs> that is a hell of a point, bro, which I never truly thought. I just was thinking like in a situation like, you said that shit in front of in front of a, a, a trillion people. You can get slapped in front of a trillion people. Just, but I didn't take in the context of like, bro. He said it to Will Smith, a man. You know what I'm saying? Who August Alcina was fucking your wife, and you got on camera, uh, right? You know what I'm saying? And like, you know what I'm saying? Talked it out on talked some, about the entanglement, right. and so and now you want to, you know what I'm saying? Now you got boundaries nigga you know what i'm saying like <laughs> now it's you know what i mean like right what the fuck i that's a hell of a point that actually makes me want to watch it i might yeah. that changes that honestly i, I mean I, I haven't been a chris rock fan for like i mean i'm not i'm not an anti-chris rock you know what i'm saying i just haven't watched yeah, the but special. you haven't been like excited to pick up a chris rock yeah album yeah yeah since, yeah right, since, since the century turned right, early right, right. 2000s you know what i mean like 2005 yeah. whatever he, he was the king of 1998 yeah yeah yeah, yeah around that time you feel me so like but i'm i'm interested because that's a that's a hell of a point that is a hell of a point bro you let nigga and august alcina dog man have y'all seen his phallus <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Have, have bro, have y'all seen this nigga's dick, I have not bro? seen August Alcina's uh, penis. Bro, man. it leaked. That nigga. Wait, got, wait, what? Bro, bro, if you think. You said uh, it leaked? It leaked. The pic, the picture leaked. Oh, the if, picture leaked. He, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, Jesus Christ. Bro, he has. Bro, nigga, his legs look small. <laughs> Like, like, it made his legs look smaller. Like, it's not, it's like, nigga, shouldn't it be the other way around? Bro, he was cooking your wife, nigga. You know what I'm saying? She was doing backflips off this nigga, bro. You saw the dick? Because I've seen the dick, nigga. You feel me? And then this nigga taking, and then, nigga, bro. You have to crawl in her vagina to satisfy her now. All right. All you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, I'm just right. saying, bro. Bro. Right, right. <laughs> nigga, nigga, I'm just saying. And you <laughs> want to get mad about this nigga saying a bad joke in front of people? Man, that's a hell of a point. Wow. 
But I, wow. I, I, I do respect that he did not attempt to write material about that. Like, yeah, like Tyler yeah, said, yeah. there's no jokes in it. He was just like, hey, this is what he was really going through. And he put me through some shit on national TV. So we're going to talk about this shit on national TV, too. Because he dreams about August Alcina's phallus every night. <laughs> <laughs> it haunts him every night. So he want to slap me up. A nigga that weighs less than August Alcina's dick. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Bruh, I get it. That's low key. That's kind of bitch made, dog. Oh, uh, all right. It. Uh, be- before we get out of here, uh, I-, I just wanted to tell everyone to go see Cocaine Bear. Uh, <laughs> if the title of that movie and the trailer made you think, oh, I bet that movie's really fun, I promise you, you'll find it really fun. It's as much a comedy as it is a, a thriller or a horror movie or whatever. It was super fucking funny. We had a great time. We saw it with a bunch of very high teenagers uh, at the movie theater <laughs> on Friday night, and it was the perfect environment. Made me feel like. Uh, I was 17 watching a very stupid movie again and uh, greatly enjoyed it. And uh, any questions on Cocaine Bear, gentlemen? How high should I be? Probably quite high. Okay. I might be a high geezer sometime this week tapping in. I might have to do the, it. The the kid the kid to my left who was like I don't it might have been they his cracking first jokes. Time or were they something. cracking jokes? They were just coughing, cough laughing very oh, okay, loudly okay, okay, for okay, the whole okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. Just uh, having a great, just having a great seventeen-year-olds with, with, with that vape cough laugh already. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. Yes, right. Sound like popcorn in their throat when they cough. That shit is anyway. I hate that, bro. Right, right, right. You can. Um, hear. But uh, John, you wanted to recommend shrinking, which it was this Apple Apple TV. Apple is TV, right? bro. Yes, Apple TV. Like it's it's um it's about a shrink who like has a big th- like a, a a a situation happen in his life that kind of you know shocks his world and he starts giving like actual like just saying like what he truly thinks to his clients rather than trying to like guide them through their issues and it really that's like the 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 lowest you know what i'm saying that's like the very foundational part like what it what it is like it's really about friends and like how you know therapists go through three things it's anyway regardless of what it's, it's really about it's good. It's really good, and bro, like, you know, I, like most shows were are like really witty, and you know, and it doesn't really feel normal. These characters, like, it, it they, they feel so like they're so relatable and feel so genuine to like the the person acting that I'm like, is this Harrison Ford's actual personality? Like, I've seen him in 12 million fucking video movies, bro. <laughs> and this is the first time I'm like, is this the is this really Harrison Ford? Like, you know, Jessica Williams crazy. Just fire in it. Just fire in it. And then the other white guy, what's his name? What's his name again, Jackson? What was the other white dude's name? Jason Siegel. Great. I don't I yeah, yeah. I'll I'll try to Jason remember his name. Jason Siegel? Like yeah, he's, Siegel? I think it's S E Spongebob shit. S E G A L. Also, like Seagal, but pronounced Seagal? I believe so. Anyway, regardless, bro. <laughs> Jason <yeah>. Seagal. <laughs> He's really good. He's really good. It's, it's just, it's really interesting. <laughs> Seagal, like Seagal? Jason Seagal was. Are you in, high, uh, Tyler? Are, <laughs> are you? What? Is Tyler high? Tyler, are you high? No. I'm not. Okay. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Surprisingly, I'm not. Uh, all right, that's all the time we got for today. We'll be back on Thursday, and then remember we got the uh, the first Jenkins and Jones and Friends dropping on Saturday with uh, Trill yeah. Winter. So set your fucking clocks for Saturday. Sharp. More content. More content. Tyler, I am. Baby. Tyler, I am. Trill, Trill Withers. The Trill Withers guy. All right, we'll see y'all on Thursday. Bye. 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 If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash slash iHeart.